Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodine. I am your host, and I'm actually recording on a Friday, which is pretty positive. I'm really excited about that. Have you, I mean, I'm sure everybody goes through times like this in their lives when you're like so busy that you feel like you're just underwater with everything. That's kind of where I'm at right now. However, um, things are looking up, so that's a positive. It's just been really like the last three weeks have been just so, so ridiculously busy. But we're not here to talk about me. We are here to talk about Tesla and EV news. Let's start with Lordstown Motors, a company that I no longer own stock in. Fortunately, I was able to sell my stock for about a $30 profit, which is better than the alternative because Lordstown has announced that they may not be able to meet production goals or production at all, for that matter, with the cash they have on hand. I think they have about $500 million on hand, and they lost about $127 million last quarter. Lordstown needs some type of funding, whether that's an asset-based financing, some sort of strategic partnership with another automotive company, investors, or maybe they just go to Elon's house and search underneath the couch cushions and see what fell down there. In any case, they need money. And I had such high hopes for this company, and I still do. I think that the fleet market, well, at least <laughs> at least until... Ford made their announcement. I think the fleet market was very underserved for EVs. And I think that Lordstown targeting that market was a really good idea. However, uh, you know, they may or may not have done some shady stuff. I don't know. But I do feel strongly that this isn't the final nail in the coffin for the company. I just think it's a setback. And it's a big setback. Not that long ago, Neo was in a similar situation. And now they're doing really well. So I still believe in Lordstown. I also believe that maybe they need some new leadership. Somehow I doubt they'll actually get it, but we'll see. Next up, there's a rumor that Apple will be partnering with battery makers CATL and BYD for their unannounced EV. And in related news, Apple has hired Ulrich Kranz. Now, who is Ulrich Kranz? Well, he was the former executive at BMW who helped electrify their fleet. Now, that might be a positive for some people, and that might be a negative for some people. Like, the i3, I think, was a cool car, but not for me. The i8 looked super awesome, but way too expensive for what that car can do technically. But it did look amazing. But back to Apple here. I'm not convinced that Apple's going to build their own car. I think they're going to partner with a couple of auto manufacturers for an Apple-branded 
vehicle and it'll cost a little bit more and maybe they'll even throw in the project red and do something really cool with a couple of these manufacturers. But the more I think about it, about it, the less it makes sense for Apple to build their own vehicles. Now I might be wrong and I'm happy to eat crow on this because I would love it if we actually had an Apple car that would be super cool. And it isn't the fact that they, Apple can't manufacture a car because we've seen many times that Apple can manufacture many different products and make them amazing. It's that I don't know that Apple wants to have the service centers for the cars and the showrooms for the cars and that kind of thing. Maybe they do. I don't know. Um, I think no matter what they do, it's going to be successful. But that's just my opinion. Let me know what your opinion is. Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918Digital. I'd really like to hear your opinion on this. In our next story, I have to thank Dale for alerting me to it. So when I first started this podcast, Tesla was an inspiration, right? I really wanted to talk about electric vehicles and Tesla, but I didn't want it to be just about Tesla. Now, when I started the podcast, owning a Tesla, even a used one, was outside of my uh, financial abilities. But there was another electric car company out there doing really cool things that I got excited about, and that was Aptera. Now, my timeline on this is going to be a little fuzzy, but I think it was about 10 years ago I first discovered this this company. And basically what they have is a two-seater airplane without wings. That's what this thing looks like. It's got two wheels in the front and one in the rear. It's got a nice, long, sleek body. So unfortunately, they were never quite able to get this going. They had some funding issues, and then the technology wasn't quite there probably to get them uh, to start production. It, you know, it was too expensive for battery technology and all the other stuff that goes with it. So the founders of Aptera went out and they started a battery company and that was successful. And now they're back. They're back to their passion project, which is the Aptera Soul, which is, it looks very much like the original Aptera that I described to you. The interior of the original was pretty sparse. It was not... There wasn't much to it, but the Soul, the new one, it's still a two-seater. The look has been upgraded to feel more like a Model 3 or a Model Y aesthetic. It looks really roomy inside. And the outside of the car still looks like an airplane without wings. As a matter of fact, Aptera is Greek for wingless flight, so they aptly named their company. The very odd-looking design of the Aptera allows for a very low drag coefficient. And on a standard car, like an ice car, 60% of your fuel is burned just to push the air out of the way when you're traveling at highway speeds, according to Aptera. The composite chassis this thing is built on is like a Formula One. So not only is it aerodynamic, it's lightweight and strong. When I say Formula One, I mean a Formula One vehicle. So not only is it lightweight and strong, like I had mentioned, it's also extremely safe. Formula One vehicles are actually designed to absorb a lot of energy in a crash. So if they design the Aptera the same way, it that helps with the safety factor of this vehicle. And I'm going to talk more about the safety features in a moment. One of the other things is the main body has only four main parts. So that's pretty cool. They simplified it by quite a bit. And there is an option. If you put solar panels on it, you can charge up to 40 miles a day. This is an add-on. It doesn't come with the car, but that's pretty cool. In terms of charging, if you use a, a regular 110 outlet, 
according to Apteria, you're going to get a 150 mile range just overnight. So that's pretty cool. I don't know how much I believe that, but it is pretty cool that you can. Um, because of the low drag coefficient, the lightweight of the vehicle, it is possible that they're doing more with a smaller battery. So maybe that is the case. Um, I'm going to try and talk with these folks and see if I can't get them on the show because I think what they're doing is really interesting. Anyway, delivery starts by the end of 2021. The starting price of this thing still very affordable, $25,900 for a 250-mile or 400-kilometer range. But if you want to spend $44,900, you can get a 1,000-mile range. So there's a 1,000-mile version. Um, yeah, we'll see if that's really the case. I, I don't know. You should know that this is a three-wheeled vehicle, and because it is, in the United States anyway, it's classified as a motorcycle. And I believe in Canada as well. Uh, folks from Canada, James, let me know. Even though this is classified as a motorcycle, I mentioned that they have some safety features, including the Formula One-inspired safety cells, which absorb that energy in a, in a crash. They have advanced airbags energy absorbing composite materials made of steel and aluminum. So I'm, I'm going to talk outside of my realm here, <laughs> just so you know. Um, I, I know a little bit about Formula One cars because I took a class on extricating vehicles and the gentleman who taught the class was one of those people that cuts race car drivers out of cars. So I'm, I might be talking out of school because this was over 28 years ago that I took this class. So. Bear with me because I might be wrong on this, but from what I understand, that cell technology inspired by Formula One is kind of like a honeycomb. And so when the cars get into an accident, that honeycomb squishes and absorbs a significant amount of that energy. And then the steel and aluminum part of the energy composite uh, material of steel and aluminum they're talking about, that absorbs the rest of the energy. And the whole goal when you're in a crash is to make the energy go around the cabin of the car, not into the cabin of the car. And that's what keeps you safe. That's why when someone gets in an accident and you drive by and you're like, Ooh, that car looks really bad. Well, in most cases it probably is, but the people inside are usually okay. They might be banged up a little bit, but by and large, the injuries are not as significant as they would be if this technology didn't exist. And all cars have some form of crumple zones that allow the energy to be moved away from the cabin of the car and keep the occupants safe. And I should preface this by saying all modern cars have this technology. The older cars, of course, they don't because they just built the cars without thinking about this kind of stuff. So the founders of this uh, company are very clearly passionate about their their this project that you can tell just when you watch them talk about it they believe in it wholeheartedly here's one of the other cool features about aptera so if you have an apt if you buy one they have mobile repair trucks and if you live in an area that's serviced by those mobile repair uh, vehicles they will come out and they'll fix your car but what if you don't what happens then they will ship the part to you and walk you through the repair. They're very pro right to repair for your vehicle, which is huge when you're looking at, you know, Tesla's blocking attempts of people to repair their own vehicles. John Deere. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Apple doesn't really want you to repair your phone um, for a variety of different reasons. 
I want this company to succeed and I'm very, very excited about the company. So, all right, moving on. Uh, I would like to thank everybody who supports the show on Patreon. You go to patreon.com forward slash kilowatt or support kilowatt.com. All the money goes back into the show. None of the money goes into my everyday living expenses. If you support the show, you get stickers, buttons, and a handwritten thank you note from me mailed to you. Howard, I have not sent your stuff up yet. I'm a terrible human being. I'm so sorry, man. Um, uh, hopefully tomorrow I'll get this stuff out to you on Saturday. But here's the deal. I'm switching hosting providers in a few weeks. Um, I'm still doing the research, but that hosting provider will provide ads at the beginning of this show. So if you don't want to listen to ads, you can join us on patreon.com forward slash kilowatt at the $1 level. And you get all of the stuff that I've already talked about. Plus you get access to our Slack. So pretty cool stuff. Um, I do want to say though, when I switch over... <laughs> to this hosting company because I've not done this before and I'm a little nervous about it. If you don't, if you don't hear from me from a couple weeks, could you, could you just do a search and resubscribe just in case something goes wrong? I really appreciate that. It would mean a lot to me. I'm terrified to change over. And that's really the only thing that's keeping me from changing over right now is just the fear of losing an audience and uh, that have worked so hard to build up. And one more thing to announce right before we get into the Tesla news so a couple of weeks ago, I was on the Daily Tech News show EV Roundtable with Rod Simmons, Howard Yermish, Allison Sheridan, and myself, and, it, and Tom Merritt and Sarah Lane and Roger Chang were all there, and that was it was a lot of fun. Allison has her own podcasting network called Podfeet.com, and I've mentioned it here on the show before. There's the Nozilla Cast, Chit Chat Across the Pond. Uh, the other one is Programming by Stealth. Basically, if you're a nerd and you want to ha listen to a podcast about truly nerdy things, then go to podfeet.com and check out what Allison's doing over there. Anyway, Allison and Steve, her husband, will join me next week, and we're going to talk about the fiddly bits, which are just minor issues and annoyances that they have found in their Teslas. Just in full disclosure, we actually recorded that episode today, and I had a lot of fun, and it's going to be really informational. I think you guys are going to enjoy it next week. Let's get back to the Tesla news because we are going to talk about at the end of all of this, the Tesla Model S Plaid event. Are you looking for a job? Do you like Teslas? Do you like self-driving cars? Well, Tesla is hiring self-driving car test drivers. So if you live in New York, China, China, <laughs> if you live in New York, Chicago, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Miami, or internationally, Toronto, Paris, Milan, or Barcelona, which side note here. I loved Barcelona, such a cool city, but I don't eat pork. So it was very hard for me to eat there. I once got a grilled cheese sandwich at the train station and I was thrilled because it didn't have any meat on it whatsoever. And I bit into that, I bit into the bread and the ham was baked into the bread. Like you cannot win there. You, you just have to give up and eat ham. I didn't, but ugh. anyway, if you want a job, check out Tesla's, Tesla's career page. Now, Tesla has two notable resignations this week. R.J. Johnson, who is the head of Tesla Energy, he will now be working at a renewable energy and storage startup, which is in stealth mode, so we don't know much about it. And Jerome Gillian, Gillian? Hmm. president of Tesla's heavy trucking unit, he's been with the company for 10 years, but he was only president of the heavy trucking unit for 10, uh, three months, just under three months. So, 
we don't know where he's going in terms of, is this serious? Is this a, a, a blow to Tesla? I don't think so. People come and go. If this was five years ago, I think it'd be a bigger deal. But Tesla has done a really good job with restructuring the company and is on a really strong path. So I don't think this is going to be a big deal at all. This next story is a little bit of a hacking story based on some reverse engineering on the Tesla smartphone app. Tesla will add Tesla insurance and full self-driving subscription to the Tesla smartphone. Now, this makes perfect sense and is on brand for Tesla. Here are some interesting things found in the code. For the full self-driving subscription, no price was found, but there was a weekend mode and a travel mode. So when Hardware 2 was released and they were talking about this is the only hardware you're going to need for full (laughs) self-driving, which that's laughable, right, as you know, from what we know now. This is something that I really, really wanted because I was like, I don't know that everybody needs full self-driving at the time. This is, you know, a couple of years ago, so don't don't roast me on this. But at the time, I was like, I don't know that everybody needs full self-driving all the time, but a weekend mode or a travel mode, really it was more of the travel mode, was a kind of a big deal to me. Uh, So I'm looking forward to seeing what Tesla does with this full self-driving subscription. And I kind of thought they might mention it last night at the Model S Plaid event, but they did not. But speaking of the Model S Plaid event, let's talk about it now, shall we? Now, I'm going to put together some audio highlights, and I'm going to put that at the end of this segment so that you can get a feel for the event without actually having to sit through the entire event. And as always, I'll put a link in the show notes. So just in case you do want to listen or watch the whole event, you can. So first thing, they did not talk about full self-driving. They didn't talk about anything except for the Model S Plaid. That's all. the only thing they talked about. They didn't talk about the Model X, although they did have it there on display. It was all about the Model S. So the yoke steering wheel is staying. The Model S Plaid price has increased by $10,000, but if you had your reservation in, you're good. You don't have to pay that extra $10,000. We do know the Model S can hit 200 miles per hour, but won't initially because it requires a wheel upgrade, and that won't be a wheel and tire upgrade, excuse me, and that won't be available until this fall. It goes 0 to 60 in 1.99 seconds. That's from a rolling start, not a standing start. So I guess in the United States, we measure, or maybe in North America, 0 to 60 speeds from a rolling start, which seems weird to me. And in Europe, they use a standing start. It'll do a quarter mile in 9.2 seconds. We talked about a couple of weeks, I think it was last week, about the 10 teraflop infotainment system, which is on par with most current gaming consoles, like the newest ones for the Xbox One X and the PlayStation 5. They showed off Cyberpunk 2077, which this game, when it came out, it, it, it would not be, you could not play it on the older generation consoles. And if you had an older computer, you just couldn't play it at all. It takes a lot of power to play this game. And it looked great running at 60 frames per second on the Tesla. They didn't announce this, but we now know that Tesla will be coming out with their own game controller. It's not available yet, but it's coming soon. There's no more stock shifter. This is something we've talked about in the past, that Tesla's getting rid of that. They're going to use autopilot features and machine learning to determine if you want to go backwards or forwards. You can also make the change on the screen if you want, if the car gets it wrong. They've developed acoustic glass, which reduces road noise. And then they have the Palladium program. And for the outside of the car, 
the drag coefficient is 0.208, which is the lowest of any production car, according to Tesla. And the advanced heat pump system allows more efficiency, energy efficiency in colder climates. So it's 30% better in cold climates, and it uses 50% less energy to heat the cab in freezing conditions. So pretty good there if you live in a cold climate. The palladium motor, Elon talks about this a little bit, is carbon is a carbon-wrapped rotor. And I'll let Elon explain this because he did a better job than I ever could when talking about this carbon-wrapped motor rotor, excuse me. But this thing was so difficult to make, they had to design and build a machine to wrap the copper in this carbon-wrapped rotor. It's just insane. They have a new battery pack, but they didn't give details on the battery pack. The only thing they said was that you can charge at 187-mile range in 15 minutes. So that's that's pretty good. Elon claims that the Model S Plaid is faster than a Porsche and safer than a Volvo. Now, here's my argument on that. If you're accelerating 0 to 16, 1.99 seconds, and you hit something, um, you're <laughs> that's unlikely to meet those metrics. I mean, you're going to be faster than a Porsche, but you may not be safer than a Volvo in that condition. Same thing goes if you're traveling at 200 miles per hour. So don't do that. Um, or if you're going to do the 0 to 16, 1.99 seconds, at least do it somewhere like on a racetrack where it's safe and you're not going to kill anybody or yourselves. Because in those situations, it really doesn't matter how safe your car is. Um, you can't beat physics. But the biggest announcement is that the crowd kept yelling waypoints at Elon during his presentation. And finally, he just stopped and he acquiesced and he said, do you guys want it waypoints? And they all cheered. And he said, okay, waypoints in a future release. So at some point in time in the near future, if you want to go from your home to a family member's home, you can actually choose different waypoints. So you want to have lunch at halfway at the halfway point, but that's a little bit off the road that you want to go to this place that you really love because they have the best pie in the world. Well, you can hit that waypoint and you don't have to re-enter everything into the, the navigation system. You say, I want to go here for lunch. That's my first waypoint. There's going to be a bathroom break at my second waypoint. And then we're going to reach our destination at the third waypoint. So really cool of Elon to just go ahead and and say that they were going to add that there on stage. But it does seem like it should have been in there in a much earlier version of the software updates. That that's, shouldn't be too hard for them to do. Even people with hardware one should be able to get that feature. I can't, I can't think of a reason why not. There might be one, but I can't think of one. All right, we're going to get to the highlights. But I do want to say there is some language in here that you may not want your kids to listen to. It's nothing that's terrible, mostly PG-13 type stuff, but maybe you don't want your kids to hear that, so I'm going to give you that warning. And the original presentation was somewhere close to 30 minutes long. I've shrunken it down to about 12, so, you know, it's going to it's gonna be a little bit, but I think it's the best 12 minutes of the show. All right, let's listen to the highlights, and then I'll come back and say goodbye. Here we go. All right. Uh, thanks for coming and thanks for tuning in. Oh, yeah. So, uh, as Franz was saying, this is uh, nine, nine years since we delivered the first Model S, the first car produced uh, here in Fremont, so almost a decade. And uh, I think we've, we're really taking it to a whole new level with, the, the, with Plaid. Um, uh, some of you may know that, I mean, basically our, our product uh, plan is, is stolen from Spaceballs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We've, you can see the, the, the huge improvements we've made. So, and it started off with, with good performance, but 
Uh, now with the, the with Plaid, we, we've managed to break the, uh, the the two second barrier, if you will. The no, no production car has ever uh, done zero to sixty in under two seconds. I mean, this is like what I, what I call like uh, limit of physics engineering. It's not relative. It's like uh, what does physics say we could do? Because physics is the law, and everything else is a recommendation. <laughs> so, uh, in addition to uh, a crazy performance, uh, it's also got a long range. Uh, even with the uh, tri-motor uh, high performance, it's got almost a 400-mile range. And in the dual-motor configuration, it's got a 412-mile range. So, and, and we've also improved the super tra- supercharging speed, so you can uh, get 187 miles of range in 15 minutes. So... And then in terms of additional stats, uh, it's also the, the fastest production car to complete a quarter mile, so 9.23 seconds. Uh, it's got a 200-mile-an-hour top speed, uh, 1,000, over 1,000 horsepower, almost 400-mile range. Like I said, uh, charges uh, so fast, uh, you, you know, it'll be probably done by the time you have a coffee, basically. And talking about some of the sort of uh, details behind it, so uh, we have an, an all-new battery pack. Um, and then something we're really proud of is the new carbon-sleeved rotors for the motor. So this is the first time that, uh, there's a, to the best of our knowledge, there's been a, a production electric motor that, ha- that has a carbon overwrap rotor. So this is a super hard thing to do because a carbon and a copper have, uh, you know, have very different rates of thermal expansion. So... In order to do a carbon overwrap rotor, you've got to wind it at extremely high tension. It's a very hard thing to, to do. We actually had to design the machine that makes the, motor, the rotor. So did, no such machine ex- existed before. It also means we can make, have the electromagnetic field uh, be super efficient uh, and have a tight gap even at super high RPM. And this is, it's single speed from zero to 200 miles an hour. So it's just... It, the RPM is so crazy that just the centrifugal force wants to expand the rotor. So the carbon overwrap actually holds the, the rotor, to, basically holds the rotor together. <laughs> it's, like, it's like madness. We also were able to achieve the uh, lowest drag coefficient of any car ever made. So, yeah. so uh, really, I think t- Tesla engineering has outdone itself here. Uh, this is a car that looks good, but also gets an, uh, an incredible drag coefficient. And this is, uh, take, this is the, the true drag coefficient of the car, including um, w- with wheels in motion. Sometimes you'll hear drag coefficients quoted, but that'll be without the wheels moving. And the wheels cause sort of air churn and incremental drag. And uh, this is the actual drag coefficient of the car. So it's uh, to have a good-looking sports car, uh, have that lower drag coefficient is, is really tough. We also have the latest and uh, greatest uh, in heat pump, which is the, basically the HVAC system for the car. Uh, it's 30% better cold weather range uh, and requires 50% less energy for cabin heating in freezing conditions. Um, yeah, so it's, you'll see very little degradation in cold weather. Um, and the radiator is uh, twice as big for heat rejection. So, and then it's, it's also engineered for uh, maximum safety as well. So 
Uh, in fact, this is designed to be the, uh, our aspiration for this car. Um, it still has to be tested by the U.S. government, but uh, we think we can uh, get the, the lowest probability of injury of any car ever tested. With the Plaid Model S, what you have is a car that is uh, faster than, than quicker than any sports car, uh, and like faster than any any Porsche, safer than any Volvo in the same car. And then the design, we've obviously made a lot of refinements to the exterior, and, and then we've made, we've completely redone the interior. So we, I think when, once you drive the, the new Model S, it really feels like you're driving the future. Um, as you can see, we changed the orientation of the main screen, so it's easier to watch movies and that kind of thing um, in landscape. Um, we, we have the, this yoke steering wheel, which is a little different, but I think once you try it, you'll think this is, it's, it's great. Um, the, you, your, the visibility... Uh, of the, the the main screen is is super clear, especially for uh, autopilot. So you can see the entire panoramic view of you can basically see the mind's eye of the car. And then we've gotten rid of the stalks. So like you know, I think generally um, all input is error. So we, we want if if you have to do something that the car could have done already, uh, that should be taken care of. The software should just do it. So you can actually just literally walk up to the car. It senses that you're approaching, unlocks the car based on your phone. It just basically pairs with your phone, knows that you're coming to the car, opens the door, it op op extends the handle, you sit down, and you just drive. You don't, you don't have to uh, press the drive or anything like that. The car knows you want to drive. It figures like, yeah, good guess. You know? <laughs> so, and, and, then, and then it's using the autopilot system to know where the obstacles are. So obviously if there's something in front of you, you want to go backwards, and if there's Something in, uh, you know, in back of you, you want to go front, most likely, um, <laughs> and then it'll, 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 it will adapt to your, uh, to, to your needs. So if it sees that you're always doing, this, you know, you're changing to reverse or forward in particular situations, it'll try to remember that um, and ge geocode it to that location. So then you, it'll, you won't have to do it in the future. It'll, it will just keep. Uh, Minimizing the amount of input that you need to do until the car just reads your mind. It's, it's got uh, uh, inductive, uh, dual inductive chargers uh, for your phones in the back and dual inductive in the in the front. Um, and it's, got, it's a 36 watt power supply, so you can actually charge like your, you know, laptop or anything. Basically, it's got it's a 36 watt uh, USB-C. Yeah. Um, it can also uh, pair with multiple Bluetooth devices simultaneously. So uh, multiple people could be controlling music or somebody could be playing a video game. Uh, so it's, uh, it can do multiple wireless things simultaneously. And then uh, similar to the, the Model 3 and, and Y, um, we, in, instead of having air vents, uh, we use intersecting uh, columns of air. So, and we just vary the, uh, the speed of the air. So you don't have to, there's no vents um, that you can see. Uh, and you can just touch the screen and move the screen around and it'll, it'll just move the air wherever you want it. And the, and the air is much more diffuse. Um, it just feels like an invisible air conditioning system. It's great. So, and it's, it's a, a tri-zone, so there's a zone for the, the rear and a, a front and left, left front, right front uh, zone. Uh, we, we have an all new uh, sound system designed by Tesla Audio. Um, with uh, and we have acoustic glass throughout the car, so the car is very quiet when going down the highway, even at very high speeds. Like you're like doing like 100 miles an hour, still quiet. <laughs> um, 
And th this is a Tesla-designed uh, codec, so uh, it will keep uploading improved versions uh, of the sound system. It's, it's, it's completely software-defined. So we'll, we'll keep tweaking it and dynamically adjusting to whether uh, you're using uh, so streaming or whether it's coming via Bluetooth from your phone or uh, different streaming services. Uh, it'll actually, and if, if the data rate changes, it'll adapt that. So basically, it always sounds good. And then we've got an all-new UI. Uh, so... <laughs> Really want waypoints. Okay, does everybody here want waypoints? Yeah! Okay, fine, we'll do waypoints. God yeah! <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> two weeks. All right, we'll do, do waypoints, fine. But obviously, it also interfaces with your calendar. Um, so if you just... Uh, Basically, if you, just, if you just get in the car and you just sort of swipe down from Navigate, you don't have to enter anything. Just swipe down. Uh, the car will automatically figure out if you want to go to home, work, or what's on your calendar. So it'll, it'll default to calendar priority. And obviously, if you're, if you're at home and, it, and it's kind of a weekday or whatever, it assumes you're going to go to work. So you just swipe down, it automatically navigates to work, and checks traffic and gives you an optimal route. So it's just like a nice little easy thing. And you can actually set it to automatically generate the most probable route. So you just get in. And it's going to guess what route you want, and you don't have to press anything. Yeah. So uh, anyway, the UI is uh, like basically easy to move around, uh, expand, contract, uh, shift music to the left, to, to the right, um, and we're going to keep improving it. So uh, it basically feels like a like a modern tablet or phone. I think never really there's never been a car that has state of the art uh, computing technology, state of the art infotainment where. Uh, this is literally uh, at the level of a, of a PlayStation 5. So, yeah. I mean, if you think about the future where the car is often uh, in autopilot or full self-driving mode, um, then entertainment is going to become increasingly important. Um, so you're going to want to watch movies, play games, um, you know, use, use the Internet, uh, just all the thing, you know, things you want to do if you're not driving. And... This is uh, actual PlayStation 5 level performance. All right, so uh, we got uh, uh, incredible performance, interior of the future. I think uh, engineering, that's practically alien. Um, so uh, like I said, the, you know, simultaneously the safest car in the world and the fastest. All right, and deliveries begin now. So, so we're, we're in production. Uh, we're going to deliver the first uh, 25 cars now, and uh, uh, and then... Basically, we should be at, uh, you know, several hundred cars per week soon and a thousand cars a week probably next quarter. So, uh, please enjoy. Uh, we put a lot of work into this. Uh, I'd like to, to thank the incredible work of the Tesla engineering and production teams. Uh, it's a, you know, like, my hat is off to Tesla engineering production design, the whole, the whole, the whole group. Uh, they really they put their uh, heart and soul into this, so I uh, hope, hope you enjoy it. So let's uh, deliver some cars. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the show because I certainly enjoyed making it for you this week. I had a lot of fun. Um, you can email me, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. You can also find me on Twitter, and my DMs are open. So if you want to contact me that way, it's at 918digital. And 
yeah, next week we're going to talk to Steve and Allison about their Teslas. I'm really excited for you to hear that. And this is for Allison. Rear wheel drive vehicle. Wheel of fortune. Rear wheel drive vehicle. Now, I'll let you in on a little secret. I had to re-record this several times to be able to say that because I kept messing it up. Words are hard, everybody. But I hope that made Allison's day. Rear wheel drive vehicle. (laughs) All right. I will talk to everyone soon. I hope you have a great week. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hi, my name is Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic, and I'm excited to talk to you about Club Med. Club Med operates beach and mountain resorts and is the best all-inclusive getaway for families. They have Club Med Punta Cana, their flagship family resort, and many other options in Mexico, the Caribbean, and around the world. Club Med are the pioneers of the all-inclusive concept, which is the best way to vacation. Great for families, groups, or even solo travelers looking for land and water sports, delicious food and a place to make unforgettable memories. Visit clubmed.us, call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.